Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already. We are on the 5th of June. It's 2019. It is Wednesday. It's Relationship Wednesday. And the reason today's such a big deal is because the chat works on Blog Talk. So if you're not on the chat and you normally are, it actually works. <laughs> I just thought I'd check. You know, you get so used to the the chat not working that it's amazing when it does. So here it is, first day, I guess, since last week. It's been since the end of last week. So we have... We have someone in there now, yay. So welcome to today's show in the chat. Thank you for being there. I, I didn't check until the tape was starting, so I didn't get to type into it. But welcome to the show. I see Liam's there. I see Bella's there. So we're, we're starting to jump in. So thank you, you guys, for being there. And then there's also today a reason why. Now, I literally, I can't believe this. I normally wake up at like 4.30 in the morning. I literally woke up, like literally, at 5.23. And I don't know if my alarm went off. And normally, I'm, I just, I'm one of those people. I, I don't just stay in bed. I like literally, when I wake up, I jump out of bed and come down and get everything ready. But um, I did get everything ready last night, so that was good. However, I fell back asleep, and I was having the best dreams, the best dreams. And I was in the middle of it. I still remember it because of the way I woke up out of just sheer panic. But I remember it, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that is so funny. How did that 45 minutes go by in a minute? I don't know. But apparently, I must have had a lot of patience, and I didn't go crazy. I just came down the way I always do and made sure I just did what I was doing after I leaped out of bed. So it's an interesting morning. But so today's show, how can patients create the relationship that you want? Sounds like one of those, like, taglines on a magazine or on an ad. Because someone's telling you that you're going to get what you want. But for real, patience is a huge, not just change in a relationship, but a huge one in your life with anything you do. Patience is one of those, it's a carryover. Anywhere you put it, it, it does a great job for you by not pushing you into drama-driven, I'm hurt, I need you to hurt with me type of arguments. Patience is something that when you talk with it, when you walk with it, when you have conversations with it, it will not only instill confidence in yourself because it's it's a very confident feeling 
to understand how much you need to know. Be patient. One of the greatest examples I can give you, and in a relationship, in particular to a relationship, a woman came to me, and she was really upset. She was upset because her, I, I don't know, I want to say they're, they've been together for a long time, and I don't know if they're married. I think they just decided, they've both been married before, that they wanted to stay um, unmarried, but they've been living together for a long time. So she hears him in his office, and he closed the door, and she heard him talking to one of his old girlfriends. Instead of running to him, she kind of waited for him to tell her. He was always pretty good about telling her what was going on. So she waits. And she's kind of like, uh-huh, the whole day. But she doesn't say anything. And normally she does. But this time, she just kind of like didn't even eavesdrop. She, I guess there, there's a bathroom that um, shares a wall with that office. And she happened to go to the bathroom. And she realized that that was going on. And she was she was really upset that she realized it because it ruined her day. But... Instead of going to him, because what was she going to say? She couldn't really hear the whole conversation. She just realized that that's what was going on. And she didn't even stay there. She just left because she herself had her stuff to do. But she waited, and then she started thinking things like, huh, well, if that's how we're going to be, geez, that might open the door. for you know." And she was just almost getting that rebellious, that revengeful, little glimpses of those kinds of things. But no, she decides to call me. So she tells me and I said, be patient. Let things settle. I'm sure he'll get to it. You know how he is. He forgets things and sometimes things that really mean a lot to him or he's stuck. He always comes to you with, just be patient. So the next day comes, nothing, but, you know, tells her all this other stuff and, you know, doesn't even know, doesn't even have a clue anything's wrong. She's trying to, like, grow through that thinking, you know, well, I do get jealous, you know, when I when I hear him talk to anyone that was in his past that wasn't in his distant, distant past. And, and she was just, you know, sorting through her own insecurities in this time but enough to where she didn't have to say anything. So the third day rolls by, and I get a phone call. And she says, oh, my gosh, he told me what was going on. She had called him. She was having an issue with her her son, and her son does business with, with um, the woman's partner and she wanted her son, I guess is supporting her. She's older. And 
he was supporting her, and she wanted this one to put some shame on the other one to let him know, you know, you need to take care of your mom. And that was it. And what was it that Patience did? Patience avoided a huge, insecure, pointing fingers type conversation. And in time, it just came out because it was such a no big deal that she had nothing to worry about. Think about that. Let's say she didn't wait. And let's say that that night at dinner, she couldn't wait till dinner because now they were both a captive audience. And then at dinner, she decides that she is going to unleash. She's going to get it out at some point. She's going to point a finger. She's going to say, you're hiding things from me. She's going to say all of these things, all the typical things we would say. But instead, she didn't. And she didn't act so upset that he would know, her partner would know something was wrong and ask, because that's another way of getting out what you want to ask, right? You start acting mad, they ask you what's wrong, you say nothing. They say, well, there's something because you're not normal. Well, and then there you go. I have to tell you guys, once things are a parody of themselves, we are grown through them. But she waited. She trusted love. And she trusted that love would do and could do the work. She trusted that. How do we learn to tell the truth and let truth do the work? We learn to do that by doing it. Thank God that she called me and I reminded her that her partner, he just rattled things off at some point and to be patient. And when she knew that that was true, she didn't look at him with a side eye, like, oh, yeah, well, what are you really up to? Never really does stuff off, but that really hurt her feelings that day because she felt like she wasn't included in the closeness, the bond that they have. And once she waited and he told her, she thanked herself, thanked herself for being able to work through her feelings of insecurity for the first time. Normally, conversations had All her insecurities come out. 
she's reassured that this means nothing. The person calls from time to time, usually when they need help with something because they aren't with anybody. But there is definitely nothing there. And there's already trust in the relationship. But just because she happened to go to the bathroom that day, at that time, and she heard it, it created this whole tornado all on its own. But let's say she didn't hear it. Three days later, he tells her, oh, so-and-so called, and this is what happened. She'd be like, oh. But because she heard it, everything happens for a reason. She then had to deal with her own stuff before dumping it on him. And it came through patience. So this morning, I'm like, okay, Christ. I love, you know, Christ's little sum-ups because he'll say something and you'll be like, yeah, of course. But then you'll think about what he says and then you'll be like, oh, yeah, of course. That would work anywhere. That would work anywhere. And All he said was, patience builds bridges of transition to growth. Every time we are patient, look at how much this woman learned before he told her a by-the-way conversation to him before he even mentioned it to her. Look at what she went through because she heard that. Started questioning everything she did know, wondering what he was hiding, how could he not tell her that day, how could that not be pressing, why did he close the door to his office, why he wasn't... She meant to hear that. A by-the-way conversation to him. A by-the-way conversation to him. That's a great example of patience. Because waiting things out, you know how Christ always says, time will answer every question. Every question. It's not about not having a say in your emotions. It's not about not saying things right in the moment because sometimes there's things that we realize, wow, we just created a whole story in our head. And if we keep jumping the gun in a relationship, the relationship's going to get tired. Forget the people in it. The relationship itself is going to get tired. It's going to feel like, gosh, we're fighting all the time. Oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm actually kind of tired of fighting all the time. Butting heads, not seeing eye to eye, blaming each other, pointing fingers. And all this comes from not 
even waiting for someone to finish a sentence. When you watch programs of conflict resolution, they have like, oh, like the Dr. Phil show or um, I'm trying to think of shows where they have conflicts. And some of them, they purposely, they say they don't do it, but it's just too uncanny that they stage people to have conflict. One of those, the minute someone disagrees, the other person stands up. And then one pushes the other one. And those are those are the ones that I think are staged. I can't even remember the names of them. I think if it's still on, I haven't seen it in years. Um, Jerry Springer and um, they have won another one. Maury Povich who's always doing DNA tests. And I'm thinking, how many people in the United States don't know who their baby daddy is? And then you find out that there's about two every single day because they're on that show. So, you know, you always wonder. But what they're teaching people and what they're entertaining people with is no patience, no trust, fear, doubt, worry, control, guilt, all the stuff we're weaving out of life, they're weaving into life. And I sometimes, I don't know if either of those two shows are on. I think one of them still is, maybe both. But if you see those, It's like taking our lowest hanging fruit, anger and jealousy and insecurity and giving us a forum. But then you watch like a Dr. Phil and he really is working with the two people. I cannot tell you how many times he has to like literally put his hands up and stop the two people from even on national television being so unaware of their audience to get in the same kind of argument or fighting that they participate in at home. They can't even see it. They're so busy trying to get in the last word, the last punch, the last argument, the last, and it hasn't worked yet. No, you shut up. No, you wait. No, you wait for me. And it becomes these mini power controls throughout it. And at the end, both of them are powerless. And they can't even see it. They have to separate people from each other to heal them so that they can see what the other one's doing without the other one being there. And hopefully when they get there, the other one has also gone through the same thing so that they don't just reignite that same pattern. But waiting for the other person to finish a sentence, finish an idea, builds a bridge of transition to growth. It allows that person to feel like they really have a partner. Wow, they really listened to me. They heard me. And then the next day, you may say something in relation to what they said because you heard it out. You didn't cut them off midstream and they never finished their sentence, then they think they told you something and they realize a week later they didn't and you guys are going out to dinner with someone that night. Like, how did you not know? I I told you. 
And then you don't really remember that you were cut off and didn't say anything. Oh, you never tell me anything. (laughs) It's amazing what the lack of patience does. It's not so much what patients can do, because we all know what patients can do. But the lack of patience takes on a whole nother form in your life. Because the lack of patience follows you everywhere you go. When you're driving, you're swearing at drivers. When you're in line at the bank, the lines are too long. When you can't get home on time, you never had time to make dinner, and you just slap something together. It just goes on and on and on. It's like a tragic day, but every day that nothing is lining up, nothing's working out. But let's say you left the house a half an hour earlier. You know how you always, when you leave early, you don't find traffic. Tell me how funny. Really think about that. When you leave early, you don't find traffic. Because you're not going to rush. What's wrong with getting somewhere a little early? And walking before you meet with your appointment or getting your stuff ready and sitting in the waiting room for 10 or 15 minutes. But why do you have to time it to where you get there right on time? And then if anything happens, what happens to you? You're all frazzled. It happens with couples when one of the two takes longer than the other one to get ready. And honestly, it happens every time. Every time. Yet the one that's always late doesn't start earlier. Why not? What was so important that you have to start late every time? It's one thing once in a while, like me today. I can't believe it. But once in a while. But why every time? Why would you do that to yourself and to someone else? Because that doesn't build a bridge of transition. That builds an argument. I remember my father, my mom was chronically late. And and I have one sister who would be so late for something that she could actually have missed the event. And I think it happened a couple of times, getting ready for the event. But I remember my father at the bottom of the stairs saying, to my mom, there are some people who get gray hair and there's other people who give it. Meaning my mom gives it and he got it. And it actually was true. He didn't have gray hair and she did not. She didn't color it. She just didn't have gray hair. But that was the only time he ever had to wait for her. And part of her liked him waiting for her. There was a reward in it. And she liked getting ready under pressure for whatever reason because she did it throughout her life. Throughout her life. Because she always underestimated the time it would take to get herself ready. She never planned prior because she had six kids and she used to want to finish every single last thing in the house before she would go out. It was kind of funny to watch them. It was like a dance. But patience is a calm that carries you from one 
conversation to another, from one event to another, and the bonds that it builds are of trust. That trust, think about your kids. Think about how they react when you talk at them, tell them how stupid what they did was, hurt their feelings, make them feel like they are not capable of making a decision. And then you send them to their room. What goes on in their heads when they get to their room? They don't even know why I did it. I can't believe they didn't even let me talk. Yes, I was wrong. I was ready to say that, but they didn't even give me a chance to do that. I just got in trouble and sent to my room. Nobody wanted to hear me. That's what goes on in that room. What goes on with you? Well, I showed them. They will never do that again. Not after I said that. They know better. Well, depending on what they did, they may just find a better way to hide it. So really think about that. Really think about that. You never get the last word in. That last word you get in that you're showing someone what wrong they did will turn into actions hidden later on because they don't want to go through that again. Think about that. That's an amazing after effect of what all of it does. Oh, my gosh, everyone's saying in the um, chat that they cannot hear the radio show. Oh, no. There we go again. Now we got to listen in archives. That's so sad. We have got to figure what's going on with, with this program. Lately, it's been acting up in a different way. That's too bad. We'll figure it out. So patience, having patience. We will figure it out. Um, Just knowing in your heart that, you know what, I'm with this person for the long haul. Do I want the long haul to be accusations, insecurities, talking over each other? Because, God, I want to rest too. It's exhausting to talk over people. You have no idea how much energy it takes to not listen to people. How many wrong turns and mistakes and misunderstandings are made when we don't listen to each other, when we don't really hear what we hear. We hear what we want to hear, and then we react to that, and we're angry about it. We're angry about it. Half of the fights we get into, half of the arguments we get into, half of the accusations that we say are because we didn't have the patience to listen to someone or to assume, well, he's talking to his old girlfriend. That's not okay. Instead of, I know, tell me at some point, I'm okay. I can handle whatever. Why do I feel threatened by that? My God, 
We built a whole life together. That's one phone call. What's happening? It'll come out. I trust that it will. And it did. May not be in her time, but it did. And what did that do? That built a bond. Like, wow, that was by the way for him and actually frustrating for him. And because it wasn't solved yet, he just didn't tell me until he got it solved. Think about that. It's one of those examples that seems like, ah, but boy, that's a hotbed in a relationship. When you sense that your partner isn't telling you anything that you know is pertinent to your information that you guys share. Just knowing, just knowing that they just tell you things always makes you feel like you're in the loop, which is what we don't want to feel like is being out on the outside looking in. Learn to trust yourself that you would be okay no matter what the outcome is. Take a breath if you feel like you don't have the patience to hear something out and let the other person talk. You'll learn so much about them. It keeps it exciting between you as you rediscover new little twists and turns to their personalities. Give it a chance. You guys, my time is up. I hope you could hear the show. I see all these call-ins, so I hope you can hear the show, and I'm going to see what's going on with blog talk. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow on Dream Team Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.